When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Heading down south to the land of the pines. I'm coming my way in the North Carolina. Staring up the road and pray to God I see headlights. I made it down the coast in 17 hours, picking me a bouquet of dogwood flowers, and I'm a hoping for Riley, I can see my baby tonight. So rock me, mama, like a wagon wheel. Rock me, mama, any way you feel. Hey. All right, so we welcome you right back into the game here in Tuscaloosa, Tide 100.9. We're going to talk with Chris Lander, the Alabama scouting report coming up right here in just a couple of seconds. We're going to welcome him in. We're going to talk about this Alabama football team. Uh, we're going to share some thoughts. We're going to get to the college football playoffs. But Chris Landry, how are you, my friend? Welcome in to the Alabama scouting report. I'm doing well. More importantly, uh, how are you? I just want to get a chance to say publicly, I've been thinking about you and your family since we spoke late last week and um, been in my prayers. Hope, hope all is well. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. And uh, I do appreciate those. Uh, very grateful uh, for those. You know, when you lose someone, uh, you know, you, you, it, it really helps when people are lifting you up and thinking about you. I mean, that, you know, you've been through that, Chris. And, uh, you know, I, I try to support my parents and uh, make sure I call them uh, as frequent as I possibly can just to make sure they're doing okay. But I'm, I'm doing great. And I really appreciate you asking. Um, and even better on Saturday night, you know, yeah, and it was a good one. Yeah, you know, I was uh, hoping that in some way the little the little ray of uh, um, sunlight and uh, you know a less less meaningful you know uh, part of life, but yet an important part that all of us go around football. And I know you're uh, such a big fan, but yeah, you know, moving on to that, what a performance! Um, look, I got to tell you, I I just continue to get amazed. You know, one of the things that just jumped out at me just in a big picture is. What makes um, Nick, Nick and his and his staff so really good is, you know, it's not just all the time that they have the best program and they recruit well, develop well, and they don't hit on everybody and things don't always go well. But when they don't, they know how to find answers and they know how to put a game plan together to an attack an opponent that, that quite frankly, um, you look at at least all year long, studying them and studying Georgia, you clearly see the advantages that Georgia has, but it's Alabama that does a great job with a game plan, putting Georgia in a pickle and Georgia really not getting 
prepared to deal with it. And it is not an oversimplification to say they just simply outcoached them and found a way to camouflage weaknesses and accentuate positives, which is the essence of coaching. So it's, I like to call it the uh, tool bag theory. You know, a, a good repairman comes in and he's got all the tools in the tool bag, you know, because you never know what you're going to need. You think, yeah, okay, they called me to do this and I'm probably going to need this, but what if you need that? And I just think the Alabama came in with a lot of tools in the tool bag, the tool chest, the tool truck, whatever. And I think Georgia just kind of played this like, look, we, we're better. We got a better team this year. We're going to do what we do. And I don't think they attacked Alabama correctly. And Alabama just really took advantage of that. And uh, not just win, but win decisively. I, I could have looked at it. I could have come up with different theories, but I'd have been totally dishonest last week if I said, yeah, I, this is how Alabama is going to whip down Georgia. I just didn't really see that. And uh, kudos to them. And what a, I think it's one of the great wins because it's one of the few times where I can absolutely say, you know what? They don't have, they're, they're not just the overwhelmingly better team that they, they had to craft their way into a win that's pretty impressive. All right, so let's start up front when you look at, at this offensive line. And we ask, you know, talking about what was fixable. I mean, I know it was a different level of attention, a different focus. It probably started on the practice field. But just what did you see from the offensive line that was able to slow down that front? A couple of things. I was very – this is where Georgia has to come in and you have to look at it. Georgia, I – this is where I thought Georgia would play it differently. What did uh, Texas A&M do? What did LSU do? What did Auburn do? They brought a lot of edge pressure that caused a lot of problems against Alabama. Where was the edge pressure from Georgia? Now, they're built with really good play up front and uh, gaining good push with A and B gap pressure. They don't naturally have as many edge rush the uh, uh, edge rushers as they do interior guys, but I thought they bring more edge pressure. I thought they bring, they'd loop and stunt a little bit more. I thought they would do what has been so successful against Alabama. And, and for the life of me, sometimes, I mean, you go back and look at Auburn. Why did Auburn, you know, call off the dogs rushing on the last drive? It just gave Alabama life. It's just, if you give this quarterback time, well then, that's on you because this quarterback will carve you up if he has time. So they couldn't bring pressure. Now, I thought Alabama did a better job with their tight ends and their backs inserting those guys in protections. So they clearly said, we're not, we can't allow the pocket to collapse. We have to do everything we can. So they're putting more numbers in protection and they did a really good job, which again, I thought that, that Georgia would just come after them with a little bit more pressure. It was clear that Georgia said, well, we're a little bit concerned about holding up on the back end, so we're not going to bring as much pressure. You better bring pressure because if you give him time, um, they got a couple of guys, and one in particular, literally one, is going to beat you vertically. That's what I saw that I thought they – it's not that they they schemed up some things differently, not that they coached the tackles better. They played great. They played with a sense of urgency but they helped them a little bit too. So what that does, it allows you to set stronger 
with an inside step if you got some help on the outside as opposed to when you've got to worry about protecting the edge pressure and then get caught from uh, an inside rush, uh, an arm over move, they helped them with that. So basically they said, look, against this front, which we talked about, how are they going to how are they going to block this Georgia front? Well, the way they did it is sometimes some max, more max protection looks than they have before. So kudos for a good game plan. And then, you know, I think we need to say, hey, Georgia, you didn't bring the extra pressure. And, you know, you made it sometimes a little bit easier. Now, there were times where Bryce was under pressure, but he escaped it very well. He made some plays with his feet, and he was able to execute some um, off-schedule plays by escaping and throwing the football. How much different, and I know you, you mentioned a couple of minutes ago with scheme-wise, but you're a guy that analyzes film, you go through and you watch it. How much different was the offense that they showed in 12 regular season games, and how much different was it in that championship game? I, I We saw it with the, the eye, but to the technical side, was there that big of a difference? Uh, not a lot. Some of the protection themes I talked about were a little different. Uh, they, they put more emphasis on it, so it made it a little bit dip, more difficult to get pressure. And again, with Georgia not bringing the edge pressure, it made it made it a little bit easier. But, you know, I, I thought there were some glimpses there, and, and this is a part of it too, when you're not bringing pressure. And what I saw that was a little bit different was one of the things we did talk about last week. And we've talked about it for two weeks when we started looking ahead of Georgia. Are they going to work the quick pass game, the screen game, or just the, the ball coming out quicker? Ryan, that was the biggest thing formationally and schematically that they did that was a little different. They got the ball out quick. So now you've got, uh, you know, you're secured up protection a little bit. You, you augment that with the ball coming out quick so they can't rush pressure on you. And then so I think there were times where, I thought that Georgia might be bringing extra pressure, but they backed off because they could see the quick game was working and Alabama was going quick tempo. And then you saw that Georgia defensive line late. Man, they were coming off the ball, Ryan, and they were like they were standing up and peeking because they're they're literally the 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 tongue was wagging from the dogs there. They were worn out. So the game plan about you gotta get them that defensive front on the move. You got to work them, make them stay on the field. That's what they did schematically a little bit more than they've done. And I think it was pretty clear that they felt like this is a really good front, that we don't want to mess with their defensive front mano a mano. We need to make them move. We need to, to we need to create problems by let, making them move laterally because if we've got to block them physically up front for the A and B gap, that's not going to be real successful for us. So we're going to make them run. We're going to wear them out. We're going to get them guessing. We're going to get the ball out quick. We're going to frustrate them. And then what did they do a little bit? Hey, we were able to run it a little bit by God. And then all of a sudden, then they had them a little bit on the ropes. And you get you get this Georgia team playing from behind. We, I'm sure we'll get to that in a little bit. You get this Georgia team playing from behind, which we talked about last week. If you can do that, let's let them see what they can do offensively. How good are they going to be offensively playing from behind as opposed to playing when they've got a lead and they can crunch an opponent? That's what I saw in a big picture and individually in a smaller picture, what they were able to do effectively. There was just so many different things uh, when you look at this and 
you know, you can always make the argument that iron sharpens iron. You get a chance to go up against, and, you know, we talked about this last week. When you look at Alabama, uh, they've been in a lot of fights. They've been in a lot of fourth-quarter games. Some of that's self-inflicted, but some of that's because of the quality that they played. When you look at Georgia, I mean, go back to your coaching days. Would you rather play quality teams where you find out where you're weak at? I mean, you don't want to get to the playoffs and go, oh, hey, we, we didn't realize that we were there. But uh, is that really, I mean, what Georgia – they were not challenged throughout the season. It, they weren't. Um, but but here's the thing about it. I, 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 I think there's a mindset. So, you know, people are a little confused. Okay, well, where was this Alabama team against, you know, um, Florida, A&M, LSU, Auburn? Because it wasn't the same team. Well, what's different? Well, i tell you what's different in my mind, the way it looked overall. And, and this applies to Georgia. Okay, you're better than those teams. When you're better, you tend to play in a more risk-averse way. We're a better team. Let's not screw it up. Nobody says that. But that's kind of what the, hey, let's not, I don't want to be the one to screw it up. I mean, we're better. Let's not take too many chances. You know, we do something stupid, we lose the game. And then, you know, well, then all of a sudden you're in a game because maybe you play a little bit more tight, a little bit more, again, risk averse, and you're not as loose. I thought Alabama played loose. I thought Alabama played aggressive. It was like Alabama felt, you know, I know Nick had fun poking fun at everybody else that, oh, you thought about it. You know what? They looked at Alabama, they looked at Georgia too and said, this is the best team we played. We can't line up and just do what we do. We better attack them. We better be the aggressor, and they were. And so it's one of those things to where you almost feel like if we played it, quote, unquote, straight, they're probably not going to win, but we better be aggressive and take chances. They did, and Georgia didn't. I don't know why Georgia would have – I wouldn't call it arrogance, but the but overconfidence in that, look, okay, we beat everybody else, and we dominated everybody else, and we were very vanilla, very simplistic in doing so. Why they thought they could do the same thing against Alabama with the same result without specifically game planning for certain things that Alabama does well, but it's pretty clear to me they played this game, Georgia did, a tight but tight and maybe overconfident if that is, you know, you say, well, how could that be if they haven't beaten them so long? Well, they felt better and looked better and felt like the film showed that they were better than Alabama. And, well, you know what? If you don't attack Alabama in the ways in which they're attackable and you don't adjust, you're going you're gonna to get it handed to you, and they did. So I thought the mindset was different, and maybe Georgia's mindset – was a little bit like Alabama's mindset has been a good part of the season against certain teams that, again, they probably were better than. But, you know, I mean, you certainly saw A&M took a whole lot of chances against Alabama, and it worked. If it didn't work, I mean, what's there to lose? I think Alabama had a little bit of that. You know, what's there to lose here? Are we going to go out and try to play? We're going to take our chances and it worked. And uh, and then when you do that, you can have a little fun and you can crow a little bit. And they did. They did all of that very, very well. 
and and I definitely want to move to the playoffs. I mean, there's so many different things. We're talking to Chris Landry, LandryFootball.com. If you look at the website, there's a lot of great content there, and uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of different things. But when you look at Georgia, and we'll move to Georgia and Michigan and Cincinnati, but let me ask you about Stetson Bennett. Um, what's the ceiling for him? Oh, I think it's a pretty low ceiling. I think the kid is, is a really um... – Solid player. I, I don't I don't think he has the ability to um to put a team on its back. I think he can win with it. But I'm gonna go back to the to the tool bag theory. Um if you can't dominate teams with your defense, and if you can't dominate with the run game, and this is the rhetorical question for Georgia all year long because it's a rhetorical question because nobody's challenged him. What happens if you get behind? Can he create and make enough plays in the passing game? Ryan, the receivers for Georgia didn't get open all night long. They did nothing formationally to get open. And and this is not an Alabama secondary that's – I mean, they've had their issues this year. They, they This group couldn't get open and – at times when they did, the pressure got to him, and he's not able to make all the type of throws that you need to make. And again, is George was Georgia prepared? And and or just let's put that in the bag. Let's go forward. Is Georgia going to be prepared against Michigan, or if they win that game in the championship game, whomever they play? Some it's Alabama, but but whomever. If they have to, are they going to be prepared to put uh, JT Daniels in? Uh, are they comfortable putting him in? Is he healthy to put in? Are they just going to go with? I mean, it's just you've got to you've got to use all your tools on your tool belt because what happens if you somebody attacks your defense? What happens if you don't dominate because you're playing the best that this season has to offer? What if you got to Outscore somebody. Can you do it? Well, they showed against Alabama they couldn't. Well, are they going to be able to do it again? Well, I, I would say this. It it would not behoove them to come in with the same game plan and the same strategic approach as they did Saturday because I, you know, look, they might go with their same game plan and might win it all. They might. It's possible. It's just it is it is not the best percentage play. You know, I mean, to me, they've got to come to the game with a little bit more pockets of adjustments that they can throw at an opponent than they were able to show. Again, I just I think they were maybe a little bit too full of themselves thinking that we got the answers. We don't need to game plan for an opponent. We're going to do what we do because we're better. And you know what? What if you're not? You better be prepared to take away something that that opponent's doing against you. And they're capable of doing that. They just didn't do it. And and that's just not a good job, I thought, on either side of the ball from a game planning standpoint. And Alabama took it away from them. And they absolutely took it away from them. Outcoached them uh, by a large margin, I thought. We're talking to Chris Landry. This segment always made possible by MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com, 1-800-659-2338. Now, you got to remember, you've got to remember, you've got to mention the code word Landry to get the great discount. But you can go there, whether it's uh, pillows, bedding, mattresses, 
the different mice slippers, the mattress tops, the clothing, the bath, the pets, uh, the accessory pillows, all the great products there that's available, MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com. Remember the code word. you got to put in Landry to be able to get that. You can also insert that, MyPillow.com or 1-800-659-2338. Chris, add something there if you need to. Yeah, absolutely. Boy, I've tried out some of their stuff. They sent to me. It was fantastic. What a great holiday gift. I can tell you, it's helped me. I've got a neck problem when I sleep. And it's really helped me. I've had it for about three weeks now, and it means a lot. So check it out, as Ryan said. MyPillow.com. We'll continue with more LandryFootball.com. If you love football, you're going to love LandryFootball.com. We're going to preview Alabama and Cincinnati. We'll talk about uh, what would it take for the Bearcats to be able to match up against the Crimson Tide. Uh, Chris has got a comprehensive preview right there on the website, LandryFootball.com. We're going to discuss that. We'll talk about Michigan. And the Georgia Bulldogs, we'll talk about the Heisman Trophy. We'll talk about what Bryce Young has been able to do. And we'll even ask him if Will Anderson was snubbed. Uh, Should he have been a Heisman finalist? All that and a lot more coming up next right here on The Game. Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Tide 100.9, traffic. From the town to Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on McFarland eastbound before Watermelon in Northport with delays. McFarland westbound, very heavy from Rice Mine back to Watermelon. Everything else around town looks pretty good on this beautiful Wednesday afternoon. If you do see conditions, of course, give us a call, 205-886-8886. Towns and Nissan has an amazing selection of new cars, trucks, SUVs, and they'll give you top dollar for your trade. I'm Captain Ray. If you want to decorate for the holidays, I urge you to visit Rustic Rehab. If you want a special gift for family or friends, visit Rustic Rehab or go to their website, therusticrehab.com. You can order online. They'll ship it for you. One of my favorite things about Rustic Rehab are all the beautiful candles. The scents are absolutely amazing, and they really make your house smell wonderful. Rustic Rehab, a hidden gem in Norport. They're on Highway 69 between McFarland and Union Chapel on the left. No tricks, no gimmicks, just great buys here at Townsend Nissan with a super inventory of new and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, and most of all, crazy high trade-in values and finance rates as low as 0.9%. Don't wait and cost yourself thousands of dollars. Shop Townsend Nissan will be your best buying experience ever. And remember this, great selection, crazy trade-in values, super low rates, and lifetime powertrain warranties on new Nissans. Where should you buy your next vehicle? Townsend Nissan, your family in the car business. God says in Jeremiah 31 3, I have always loved you. This Christmas be reminded, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Love is what Christmas is about. Let his love in. Let his son in and have a Merry Christmas from Taco Casa. Cody Johnson and Friends live in concert Friday, March 25th. Till you can. The Tuscaloosa Amphitheater. Tickets on sale Friday at noon at Ticketmaster.com. Because I'm on my way. Get more info now at CodyJohnsonMusic.com. Part of the Coca-Cola Concert Series, produced by Red Mountain Entertainment. You may be into punk rock, soft rock, or classic rock, R&B, hip-hop, or house, country, techno, or techno country. 
But no matter what kind of music you listen to, here's something else you should hear. Please consider getting vaccinated. Talk to your pharmacist today about Comirnaty, COVID-19 vaccine mRNA. This message brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. Big Mike Steakhouse in downtown Moundville and throughout the state of Alabama, Orange Beach, Andalusia, Thomasville, Auburn, Alabama, but that close location in Moundville, voted by the Alabama Cattlemen's Association as the number one steak in the state of Alabama. When you look at the ribeye, Big Mike's ribeye, 24 ounces, their favorite ribeye, you better be hungry. Great seafood options, many different appetizers. It is Big Mike's in downtown Moundville. Call ahead of orders, 205-371-2333. Wednesday through Saturday, 4 until 10. Go see our friends, Big Mike's in downtown Moundville. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A good supply of sunshine this afternoon. Tuscaloosa's high at 61. For tonight, the sky mostly clear, the low at 36. For tomorrow, a mixture of clouds and sunshine. A few isolated showers could pop up by afternoon. The high 67. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 58 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide football, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. All right, so we're going to continue our conversation with Chris Landry, LandryFootball.com. We can go there right now and see a comprehensive review on uh, Cincinnati and Alabama. We're going to get to that a little bit later, but I want to go to the Heisman Trophy. Uh, Chris, when you look at this uh, upcoming weekend, and this possibly could be Alabama's first ever quarterback to win the award, uh, when you look at two running backs and a wide receiver, four players, uh, I think you text me after the game and uh, I said four players in 15 years, pretty crazy when you look at what Alabama's been able to do. Uh, but is Bryce Young, in the way that you evaluate college football, which is much different than most, is he the best player in college football? Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Um, in my mind, this year he's been the best. I, I will say this, that um, you know how he finished was just on an incredible level. And – you know, the, the games you remember, the ones in November, and boy, did, did he – I thought he was not only the leader, but but the, the key guy that kind of took them out of trouble, out of harm's way, and put them on his back, let them. I, I thought he was phenomenal. The end of the season was great. I, I think he's just a – he is a truly a great quarterback. He's got so much Russell Wilson in him in terms of his intangible qualities, his field vision, his parts, um, he, nothing really rattles him. Nobody's perfect, but this guy's – and, you know, and, and he's not a big guy. I mean, you just think with Russell Wilson, you think, okay, there's going to be some limitations with this guy. Uh, he doesn't look to run as much as Russell will, will do at times, but, man, he can do it effectively. I, the, the best compliment I can give him is the more I study him, just the better he gets because it's the little things, the little nuances in his game 
that maybe go unnoticed that when you study film and you see it from a coaching viewpoint and, and from what you want a quarterback to do, man, you look, but that's a little piece of brilliance here. That's a little piece of brilliance there. And it may mean just as simple as throwing the football away at a critical moment or buying just a little bit more time in working his receiver, throwing them open. It's just the little things like that that uh, really impressed me a tremendous amount for a guy this young. You know, and and going into the season, I think I mentioned this last week with you. Uh, there was, you know, I written, you know, wrote some questions down that I had around Bryce Young. I mean, there was many things that, you know, that I thought he had answered. But there was a few things that when you look at Bryce Young, and, and one of those was size. I, I didn't know how he would play in this league. And his toughness is something that I think is underrated because he's taken some big hits and he's always jumped right back up. Um, that's another part of his game. He's tough. He is. And, um, yeah, it's the one thing coming out of high school watching him. You could see the unique poise and leadership skills, but you're thinking, man, I, you know, okay, he's a young guy. And in, in, in that regard, a little bit like Tua, you think, man, is this guy going to, going to hold up and, you know, uh, you're going to have some issues with some big linemen in this league. And he manages to, to find those throwing lanes. Sometimes he's sliding and and finding those throwing lanes horizontally, not vertically. He just, he really anticipates well. Um, yeah, he's, he's got a toughness about him and I don't mind at this stage comparing him to the toughness and instincts to some of the smaller guys that have been successful, even on the next level, like a Russell Wilson, like a Drew Brees, um, you know, that, that just has some ability to just do things from a toughness standpoint that, that, um, that overcomes his size deficiency. We're talking to Chris Landry, LandryFootball.com. And the follow-up question to that, he was uh, a finalist. Uh, there was four players uh, there's a lot of talk here locally, and I'm having to be kind of limited with what I can say because uh, being a Heisman voter, you're not allowed to reveal anything. You're not. You got to be confidential. You can't say, "Well, hey, I voted for him" because uh, it, you, you sign a confidential agreement. But do you feel like that Will Anderson was snubbed? Oh, absolutely. I, I'm not a Heisman uh, voter. I, I can tell you that if I were voting for the Heisman. Uh, and, and if I were, as I kind of grade players, prior to the Auburn game, Will Anderson would have been number one on my list. And, and the only the only reason why he would finish second is just because Bryce Young against Auburn and, and against Georgia was was just extraordinary and just it flipped it in my mind. So for me um, – for the past several weeks, Will was not only one of the top three, he was the top one. And Bryce was a close second. That's how I saw him. Now, I do think Aiden Hutchinson has been great all year long. And I think he deserves it. And you could make a case that he's, you know, he's too, you know, whatever. But, uh, yeah, I, to me, I love C.J. Stroud. I, I didn't think he played um, – you know, that well against Michigan and look, it just, those things matter. I mean, it's not that they're not great. You can take a list of 20 guys that had great years. Uh, but you know, in, in the best of the best, Will Anderson brought it every week. And just like Bryce Young, 
uh, and Jamison Williams um, kind of led this Alabama offense. I thought Will Anderson was the absolute beast on defense that everyone kind of rallied around. And um, I, I, yeah, I look, I feel bad because I think he deserved to be there. Um, I, I can't, you know, awards or, you know, I, I, I don't know what to say about awards in, in how some people see it, view it. Uh, I do think that it's tough for defensive guys and it shouldn't be, if it's the best player, it shouldn't be. I mean, um, but people don't know how to equate that. But what is really weird about it is Aiden Hutchinson had a bunch of sacks and Will had a bunch of sacks. I mean, I can understand that people may not appreciate the greatness of a of Jordan Davis at Georgia because he's a he's a plug line of scrimmage guy that he doesn't have a bunch of quote unquote stats. A lot of people that vote miss that. There's some great defensive players because they don't have stats are deserving of being in there, but these guys not only were great players, but they had great stats. But for some reason, I don't know. I guess they just voted one player. I, I, I'm i not quite sure. I don't know if it's, you know, well, we don't want to put two players from the same team. I, I don't know what – I couldn't go through the mindset of a voter. Um, so, yeah, I think he got snubbed. So, Chris, this is going to be a weird question, but I'm, I'm going to try to uh, ask it where Nick Saban won't be so mad at me. But when you look at Will Anderson, how much do you see that he can improve upon? Because he had a great year this year with all the tackles for loss, 92 tackles, led the country in sacks with 15 and a half. Uh, how much more is there to for him to do? Is there something else that he can really take a, a big step and, and improve his game? I mean, he'd always get better, but I'm just saying when you look at him, do you see anything that he's technically that can fix and, and correct and continue to get better? Well, first of all, let's talk about what makes him great. It's – this guy plays with length and strength. I don't think people appreciate, and maybe this is part of the reason why that, and I think people are not getting it. Look how good this guy is against the run. Look how he blows up. I mean, this guy is great against the run in addition to being a great pass rusher. Uh, Yeah, he can improve. There are always things you can improve in understanding blocking schemes, improving the the crispness of your pass rush moves. I think he works his hands and feet, you know, well, uh, hand hand and feet very well um, and very effectively in his pass rush moves. I think his counter move is explosive, but I think he can work his use of hands even better. He plays with heavy hands. He's strong. When he jolts offensive linemen, they jolt back. And, boy, that is tough. So he can turn speed into power and push guys back. And then he can redirect very quickly and burst. Those things are not going to get a whole lot better. I mean, they're just good and they're just God gifted. But the intangible things, I think the preparation, uh, learning some of the things from a blocking scheme that can be, you know, for example, with his strength, I think he's a guy that as he gets even a little bit stronger, you could you could move him inside sometimes in nickel. You could line him. Let's say you've got a weak guard that you're going up against. You can put him over a guard and he can rush. And I mean, I think there are a lot of things you can do. Those little things like that he can absolutely improve upon. He's he's just a really good player. And, you know, he's just um I I, I just he he's He's one of the best I've seen in some time because of the 
the explosive edge rush speed is one thing, but the play strength is is quite impressive. We're talking to Chris Landry, LandryFootball.com, LandryFootball.com. When we come back, we're going to talk about Alabama-Cincinnati. We'll talk about the Michigan Wolverines and the Georgia Bulldogs. We'll talk about the college football side of things, and we even want to talk about where Alabama goes in that wide receiver unit uh, because now John Mechie is no longer part of that. That and a lot more right here on the Alabama Scouting Report on Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Tuscaloosa Toyota. Tuscaloosa Toyota is Alabama's used car superstore. We have hundreds of pre-owned cars and trucks in stock right now. Want a low-mileage Lexus? We're Tuscaloosa's Lexus dealer with over 40 to choose from, plus many other hard-to-find models. Most come with our exclusive lifetime warranty. Great selection, great warranty, great service. Shop anytime at TuscaloosaToyota.com. With the new law, more people qualify for financial assistance at healthcare.gov. Real customers like Taylor. You know, I wish people knew how easy it was to get health coverage. This new law has made it so affordable. I'm only paying $52 a month, but there are quality plans for even less. New law, lower prices, more people qualify. Enroll by December 15th at healthcare.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Don't miss a play at the Sportsbook at Pearl River Resort, your front row seat to all the action. Place bets on all professional and most college sports at the counter, kiosk, or on your phone. Then catch the game on one of our 20 big screens from the comfort of the newly remodeled Time Out Lounge. Plus, the PRR Sports app gives you access to live, in-play sports betting. Sportsbook at Pearl River Resort. Be more than a fan. Be a player. Must be 21. Whether you just found it or lived there for years, you'll never forget that feeling. It was something that made you realize this house would become your home. And since there's no place like it, it deserves protection just as special. So talk to a real person, not a website. Call your Allstate agent, Andrew Knifer, today at 205-722-9201 or find us on Facebook, Andrew Knifer Agency. Once again, you can reach us at 205-722-9201. Allstate. Are you in good hands? Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. No one is funnier than you. People laugh just thinking about the things you've said. I'm laughing at one of them right now. Coworkers repeat your jokes at the office, but they're never as good as when you tell them and shame on them for trying. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better knowing you could save when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. <laughs> Although I'm sure you'd have a funnier way to say that. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. 2020 was an unrivaled Alabama football season. Going undefeated. Winning 11 SEC games. Overcoming all the challenges of the year. Daniel A. Moore has just completed his preliminary pencil sketch of Unrivaled. His upcoming tribute in oils to Alabama's 18th national championship. See it now at New newlifeart.com and celebrate the ultimate team with an heirloom quality fine art print or canvas of unrivaled quality currently on the artist easel is his fine art salute to the 2020 heisman trophy winner Devonte smith heisman heights will feature smitty's miraculous one-handed touchdown catch during the lsu game see the color sketch now Limited edition fine art prints and canvases will be meticulously produced for this series of exquisite oil paintings. Pre-order your print or canvas today at newlifeart.com or by calling 1-800-735-2020. 
2787. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Rumsey Environmental serves West Alabama with quality waste removal services customized to fit your needs. Services include portable toilet service, a variety of sizes and construction debris removal containers, and storage containers to protect the valuables at your work site and even temporary office space. Give Rumsey Environmental a call today, 205-248-0002, or visit them online at retuscaloosa.com. That's retuscaloosa.com. Has the pandemic affected your business? Even with more and more customers going online in the past five years, online business has grown greatly due to the pandemic. Now, now more than ever, it's important to have a strong online presence so that customers can find your business and products easily. That's where Townsquare comes in to help. Go to mylocalcustomers.com for a free competitive analysis to see how your business stands up to the competition. And if you're one of the first to sign up, you'll get $500 in free advertising on this radio station. That's mylocalcustomers.com. Meet Bob Manetti. In 2016, he was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. Bob participated in a clinical trial that included cutting-edge radiation therapy and surgery. He's been in remission since completion. I'm Keisha Sharp. Since losing my mother to pancreatic cancer, I've been working to share the kind of -of state-of-the-art work being done by Stand Up to Cancer and Lust Garden Foundation. To learn more about the latest research, including clinical trials, visit pancreaticcancercollective.org. Have you ever missed Christmas? The innkeeper did. He was busy caring for his guest. King Herod did. He thought the baby Jesus would take his throne, alter his lifestyle. The chief priest missed Christmas. They were too religious to leave Jerusalem. The humble shepherds and the wise men did not miss it. God gives grace to the humble, and wise men still seek him. Which are you? Have a Merry Christmas from Taco Casa. Shop the styles up to 70% off at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Don't forget to combine it with your Gap Cash. Save more through December 9th at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Why is this oven still going? Hi, this is Dinesh. Dinesh's Bakery just landed a sweet catering contract. 40 dozen fritters, Friday at 5 a.m.? He needs an event planner to help him rise to the occasion. Oh, every Friday at 5 a.m. Not a problem. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Reinhardt Construction, serving the community of West Alabama, throughout the state of Alabama, and our neighboring states. Crane and equipment rentals, up to 300-ton cranes available, CNC machines, reverse engineering, laser cutting, specialists in modern construction. Let's build something together. Brian Harden Construction, bhardencons.com, where you can start the process. We're looking for pipe welders, pipe fitters, structural welders, experience you can count on. Let's build something together. Brian Harden Construction, a proud supporter of Crimson Tide Athletics. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A good supply of sunshine this afternoon. Tuscaloosa's high at 61. For tonight, the sky mostly clear, the low at 36. For tomorrow, a mixture of clouds and sunshine. A few isolated showers could pop up by afternoon. The high 67. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 58 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Where the legends of Alabama football hang out. Huge hole. Touchdown. Yep, yep. 
Alabama touchdown. The game with Ryan Fowler. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Heart attack. I got a pound in here and an aching back. And the camel's buried in a big straw stack. I'm gonna live where the green grass grows. How are you doing, Tuscaloosa, right here on the Alabama Scouting Report? I'm Ryan Fowler. We'll go back to phone calls coming up in about 15 minutes if you want to chime in. We've been asking the question today, and I'm going to ask Chris Landry that same question here in this final segment when you look at Alabama. And we're going to ask the question, is this Nick Saban's best coaching job? Uh, And if you want to chime in, please do. And if you can think of another year that you'd like to maybe make that argument, uh, never know. I may be uh, doing a little something. Sometimes I like to announce things silently uh, later in the show. So if you want to participate, uh, I might have a little something special. But uh, 205-342-9904, Landry, com. Chris, before we – I don't want to get to the end and, and get rushed for time, uh, but you got a great comprehensive report there, a detailed scouting report on Cincinnati. But uh, the website offers a lot of great information this time of the year and all these coaching moves, which – I've got a few questions about that. I'm going to try to get to those as well. But tell me more about LandryFootball.com. Yeah, we keep everybody up to date on all of it. Uh, our coaching search notebook, our coaching tracker, what's going on. A lot of assistant coaching movements. We've got an opening at Oregon, uh, but most of the head coaching jobs are filled. And we're going to have a some other domino effects, but a lot of coaching, assistant coaching movements. We'll keep everybody up to date on that. All the breakdowns, look, all the bowl games are going to have a detailed breakdown on every bowl game. I'm working on putting a detailed breakdown of all the playoff teams. So we'll start with Cincinnati and go with the three seed, two, three, and on up to Alabama. So we're going to do a deep dive, comprehensive look at what makes those teams tick. So right up now, you can really get a lot of detail on what is this Cincinnati team really all about? I think people know they're good, they're unbeaten, and the schedule and all that kind of stuff. You really can learn in detail what they're all about. College football, the NFL, recruiting, signing days a week from now. We got it all covered for you. The draft, LandryFootball.com, your one-stop shopping football. So check it out today. All right, a couple of different things. So let's talk about Cincinnati and just kind of give us a preview of that football team. Look, it would not be wise to say, oh, man, Alabama's got Cincinnati, got the easy draw, and, man, they'll just, you know, go. This is this is a good team that needs to be respected. Um, yeah, no, their schedule has not, you know, been very formidable, but they've got talent. Uh, I think people know that they've got two really good corners. One of them is a bona fide NFL starter early. Um, Ahmad Gardner is just outstanding. He's lengthy. He's a good man cover guy. Both of those guys are good cover guys. The other corner is name is Kobe Bryant, uh, believe it or not, spelled differently. But um, they, they've got two corners that will match up. Yeah, look, this secondary is more talented right now and is a better secondary than they faced against Georgia. There's no doubt about that. They're just really good, and they've all kind of come together with uh, both of those guys being seniors in the case of Brian, a graduate guy. But, you know, the linebackers are good. The Blanco's, the, the Mike Backer's good. The Will Backer's really good. Beavers. And then they're underrated up front. I think the, the left defensive end, Sanders, is a really good player. He's a senior. And Brooks is also a senior. So what we've, what we've got here, if you want to consider the, you know, the basketball analogy of the mid-majors, uh, you had a Butler and, and guys like that make it to George Mars, make it to the final four because they had a bunch of senior guys that matured at the same time. That's Cincinnati football. This is a really good team, very physical, 
Uh, they've played a lot of football together, and they've stayed together for a while. It's a different-looking defense. They're a 3-3-5, okay? So the linebackers, again, the Mike and the Woolbacker have some size to them, uh, but they play kind of a stack look. They'll move the Woolbacker on the line of scrimmage at times, but they play a base nickel the entire time. So what does it really mean on how Alabama's going to attack them? And I know we'll have a couple of weeks to do it, but – I think Alabama's got to get the running game working here. I think that's what you want to do, uh, and I think you've got to be able to attack it with the run game, and uh, I think this is a little bit more attackable than maybe some of the defenses that they've played that, that are a little bit more stout in the SEC. So that's a little bit more speed and a little bit more man. I also think with as much man as they play, I think this is a game where you could see Bryce Young run more or at least you know, there may, may be more encouraged to run more. Why? Because when you play man coverage, you turn your back to the quarterback and you don't account for the account for the quarterback running the football. So when you're playing zone, you can eye the quarterback better. When you play man as much man as they play, that, that I think is going to be something that Bryce Young may be able to do even more frequently than he's done in the past. So it'll be a real interesting matchup, no question. On the other side, real quick, um, they're a good team. They run the football well. They've got a really good back, solid offensive line. The quarterback is a run threat. They're you know mobile quarterbacks at times have given Alabama trouble. They're going to have to defend the quarterback in the run game. That is going to be the focus defensively. Sound gap control, defending the quarterback run. If they do that, this quarterback will throw the football to you. I mean, he'll he'll make some mistakes and turn it over, but force him to beat you with the passing game um, by overplaying the run if you got to. So that's kind of the formula and kind of the look of the, the the Cliff Notes version of Cincinnati Bearcats issue. And you can read more about that right there at uh, LandryFootball.com, LandryFootball.com. Uh, Chris, a couple different things. Um, we've been asking the question today. Is this Nick Saban's best coaching job? Uh, you've you've known him for a long time. You've evaluated him for years. Um, could you make that argument? Oh, absolutely. Look, I think I think he deserves a lot of credit. And look, I think it's um, hopefully um, <laughs> maybe they won't. I don't know. You, you could tell me whether they are or not because you you deal with this on a daily basis. But but some of the guys on that staff that have gotten a lot of criticism, they deserve a lot of credit. Uh, for what they did. And so he's he's the leader. Uh, I kind of know how he goes in and sets the standard of what we need to do. And this is, you know, it, but those guys went out and executed. So the adjustments that they made that we talked about in the early part of the show with Doug, with Bill O'Brien, you know, defensively doing a really good job. They, they This team was well-prepared, well-coached. And so – if you're going to criticize that, okay, they didn't do A, B, C, X, Y, Z against this opponent, that opponent, that opponent, whatever, you know, um, they certainly deserve a lot of credit for what they were able to do against Georgia in the biggest moment. As I said, um, they clearly outcoached Georgia in this game. There's no question about it. They had a game plan. They were aggressive. It's one thing to have a game plan. It's one thing to be aggressive. You got to be able to execute it. So it tells me they were dialed in and they really honed in on what they needed to do. And the guys played, I thought, looser and more aggressive 
I said it all year long that the reason why the head ball coach there was kind of being positive with his team is because I think his team has responded with effort. They just haven't responded with execution. And I think he knows that this team is a little bit different and that they're not quite as good as some of the ones that he's had. Not quite as experienced in some spots. Uh, Not quite as talented in some spots. But they've continued to work. They've continued to do what they've asked them to do. And I think he's enjoying coaching this team. And I know he was busting with pride on how well his team executed last week because, you know, uh, I, I just think they responded to the challenge. So all that thing about, you know, toughness and keep fighting and you got to keep working, they responded. So I my hat's off to, to all the coaching staff because they deserve all the credit. And I, I think you can make the case that this is as good a job as Nick has ever done um, because I think everybody just assumes, Ryan, you know, you just plug and play with their Alabama. And you know what? The people that follow college football and follow Alabama but don't study it might assume that, well, of course they are. They're just Alabama. They always win. It doesn't work that way. It's tougher and tougher. It ain't easy to do what they're doing. That's why it's special. The fact that they were able to do that with, I think, some adversity all year long and to get through it and maybe, you know, fortunate to do so, Boy, they sure made up for it this past week. Now, it's not done. Now, all it does is put you in a position to be in the playoffs, which, um, you know, last week at this time, I wasn't sure that that was going to be the case. It is now. Let's see what they can do. Let's see if they got another game in them to get them to the next step. We're talking to Chris Landry. And final question, Chris, uh, I want to go quickly to Clemson. Uh, Brent Venables has departed. Uh, the offensive coordinator, Tony Elliott, uh, seems to be a pretty pretty big target for several jobs, including that Virginia job. Uh, what in the world is Dabo going to do? Yeah, new athletic director. I think Dan's going to end up going to Miami, uh, Dan Radakovich, who I've known very well. Um, yeah, no, I think he's going to promote from within on the defensive side, offensively. I don't know. And Dabo is a delegator. He's not a heavy lifter from a coaching standpoint, not a great X's and O guy. So, Getting these hires are right, and they have to be right, or else we could see a a step back in that program. And that is all available there. LandryFootball.com, LandryFootball.com. Hey, Chris, we'll do it next time. I I know we run out of time with Michigan and Georgia. Well, like you said, we'll have a few weeks to do this. We do this uh, every week. We do the Alabama scouting report. We focus the majority of the time on Alabama and the opponents that they possibly will play. Uh, but I do definitely want to go back and encourage you, uh, if you enjoy Chris, and I know many people react to this, uh, go and support MyPillow.com. Uh, it's, it probably presents Chris Landry. Uh, if you go to the, about the middle of the page on the right side, there'll be a link in there uh, that you can put in. Landry is the code word. Landry. Uh, very simple. It's, it's Chris's uh, last name, and it's L-A-N-D-R-Y, Landry. Uh, find it there. Uh, if you're saying, okay, I don't, I don't want to go to the website, fine. Call 1-800-659-2338, 1-800-659-2338. And uh, they've got – it's not just my pillows. It's got a ton of things, and uh, those discounts uh, will apply. Landry, uh, MyPillow.com, and also 1-800-659-2338, MyPillow.com. Chris, I, I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. God bless. Take care, and uh, we'll talk to you next week.
Hey, we will, no doubt. Thank you. That's Chris Landry, LandryFootball.com. We're going to talk about a lot of different things. If you want to be a part of our program, 205-342-9. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.